Hey guys, this is Arun. This is Jim. This is Chaitan. This is Amender. And this is Abby. And welcome back to Who Got Next, episode 59. So today we have some major news coming out of the NBA. Um, Anthony Davis is expected to play tomorrow against the Mavericks. Um, he's been out since February February 14th, and it feels like he's been gone for forever now. Um, the Lakers, when he went down, he was, the Lakers were the second seed, I believe. Now they're sitting at the uh, number five spot. And they're only two and a half games behind the fourth place Denver Nuggets. And there's also 14 games left in the season. So the Lakers have a have a real shot of moving up in the standings with AD coming back and eventually LeBron coming back. But me as a Lakers fan, I'm I'm super excited to see uh what the what our two big men could do. Uh AD squared, Drummond and uh Davis. Um I'm s i am I wanna see how these guys match up, especially tomorrow with two shooting bigs and uh uh, Maxi Kaliba and Przingis so that's going to be a very good test for both the big men tomorrow even though AD will only be uh, playing 15 minutes and will be on a um, restricted uh, minutes going forward for a few games so um, I'm excited to see AD back on the court and I'm just I don't I don't even know I have no words to explain how I feel right now Ooh, I just I, I, I just want to see I just, yeah I'm like I'm shaking right now because I'm, I'm it's been so long dude I feel like I haven't seen him play this is a true like a, fan I hope people out there whoever listened to this that this is a true fan yeah man I got a true it. fan he he has gone through the hell of the Lakers Robert Sacre I don't even know Nick Young Jeremy Lin all these dudes uh, Jordan Hill. I, I, I'm forgetting some names. Probably. Carlos Henry. So he <laughs> he knows that he can obviously Kobe Bryant no longer with us. So he knows that he has to cherish these moments, especially LeBron's getting up there in age. Of course, so man. It's it's nice to see a true fan come out. AD's coming back tomorrow, boys. I hope you guys are ready because I've been hearing AD's the best, third best big man in the league. Whatever, whatever. How soon did you guys forget, man? How oh, soon? I hope I hope he I hope he um I've been watching 80 makes us ago. makes us rule those words. Let's see. We'll let's see if he makes us eat those words or not. Because right now, obviously, we haven't seen him in a minute. But right now, it's in my opinion, it's clearly Embiid number one, Joker's number two, and then he is now right now three. Right now, yeah, you could say it. But yeah. you said it. You were saying this when AD was playing amazing, too. And the you're, two you're, people I named above him, those two are the leading candidates to win MVP. So the, the thing I took away the most before uh, from this uh, uh, news was AD saying, I am 100%. That, yes. forget that 15 minutes or whatever, he himself said, I am 100%. Mm-hmm. And that is, in my opinion, as a fan, I'm not a Lakers fan, but as a fan of this game, that is the most important, significant news that could have come out of this. Two months, I said it. Me and Chaitan said it. It don't matter if it's two months, three months, whatever, how long it takes him. If he can get to 100, then that's what it takes. And it took him two months, over two months, and there's no problem with that. Because the Lakers are still, Arun said, what, the fifth seed? They're the yes. fifth seed. And, two and a half um, games behind Nuggets for the fourth and the Blazers, they have they've had their injuries. The Dallas Mavericks, they've just they just lost to Sacramento, who had the longest losing streak in the league. So the teams beneath them did not do enough to catch them. 
during this absence of LeBron and AD. So they've been able to stay afloat. And now, okay, AD, it looks like LeBron won't be back for at least a couple of weeks. So once his minutes are in the 30s again, AD, let's see. Let's see what you got. Chaitan, Shivam, thoughts, Aminder. I mean, he's playing 15 more minutes than I thought he was going to play at this point. I, because we were getting those updates every, you know, every, very infrequently. And we didn't hear anything about he's going to start basketball activities. He's going to do this. He's going to do that. Or kind of. They really babied his injury. They really did. So I'm glad that, hey, he's returning at 100%. Because if he was returning at 85%, I wouldn't trust them coming back because the way it looked is they said it was a calf injury but he was grabbing his Achilles so I'm glad that he's come back at 100% him coming back at 100% means a lot because you know these pieces just keep falling you know Dame Lillard just got injured for Portland uh, Jamal Murray's out for the Nuggets um, who else uh, Donovan Mitchell's out for James Harden. Keep going. Keep going, James bro. Harden. Donovan Mitchell's out gonna be out for a little bit. Right? So, like all these players are just slowly getting injured. If the Lakers can get healthy, they're easily gonna be the favorites once the playoffs come around. So that's I guess that's the most positive thing that you can take away from this. And hey, if Anthony Davis plays well, LeBron, sit out. Go ahead. It doesn't really matter at this point because. The MVP, uh, the MVP award is out of LeBron's hand at this point. Even though, if we're talking about value, even if he plays a quarter of the, uh, even if he plays three quarters of the season, he's probably he's in the top five of most valuable players to step on the court for a team. So that being said, LeBron just if AD can take over for, you know, 10, 15 games, LeBron should just sit out because. You know, they they only need him back for what five, ten games before the playoffs. So he I would can... say three, three. That's it, three games. Let him get his legs back. So three. Uh, so let's say three to five games. So he plays the last three to five games. I think yeah, they'll be perfectly fine for the playoffs. So just hopefully Anthony Davis can ease himself in. The Lakers can overtake the four seed from the Nuggets. I think they'll be good. I'm, I, I I don't think yeah I mean like Shaytan Arun said um I'm glad he came back at a hundred percent um but I I also told you guys there was no even even last episode I told you guys even if he wasn't coming back this week he was coming back first week of May I had no doubt in my mind that he was ready to go but the Lakes were just giving him as much time as he needed because they because the Lakers even if AD wasn't coming back tomorrow. The way the Western Conference is looking right now with the injuries and Portland and all these other teams just underperforming, there's no worry that, you know, Lakers are falling out of the top seven, you know? Um, and that's without AD and LeBron. So there's no, there was no reason to rush them back anyway. I, I felt they were just waiting on AD and, you know, uh, when AD felt comfortable coming back. AD said, you know, he's ready to go. So I trust him. I believe he's at 100%. And LeBron, I think he should just take as much time off as he can because uh, he'll be ready to go. Just like you got, just like Abby said, three games is all he needs to build that chemistry. I agree. I would not bring him back any earlier than necessary because I don't think Lakers are falling below the fifth seed. 
I don't see them really going above the fourth seed. Um, so it's looking at everything. Top five seeds in the Western Conference looks like a lock to me. So, you know, just take it easy. Let the Lakers cruise by the remaining few weeks left and let's get ready for the playoffs, baby. Amender. Oh, yeah, Amender, go ahead. What's your thoughts um, on AD coming back, boy? Um, um, Who's his time to shine is over. He failed miserably. Go ahead. Shut up. I hate you guys. Anyway, no, but I'm really excited to see what you call uh, Anthony Davis to come back finally, even though he's restricted for 15 minutes. But what I'm most excited about is it's going to be his chemistry with uh, Andre Drummond, them playing together, or however they're, they're going to probably do it um, tomorrow. But I just can't wait to see that and how the chemistry is going to go down. I'm just going to see lobs all day long, especially when LeBron comes back. Oh, my God. It's going to be – we're going to be throwing it down. I'm all just day waiting. Long. Someone's going to try to catch a lob, AD and Drum, both going to run into each other at this point. <laughs> Dude, honestly, the Lakers been slacking on them lobs this year. Yeah. Last year, the lobs were everywhere last year, though. This year, I'm they don't have that little fast. And, uh, I mean, everyone pretty much summed it up, though, that, you know, we – you know, restrictions and, like, the whole perfect timing for two months. Like, everyone summed it up. But, yeah, I'm just excited about for them to play all play together. I feel like I've never seen AD play, bro. I'm going to have that feeling tomorrow, <laughs> watching him play for, like, the first time better this season. Jersey. Yeah, I'm going to wear his jersey tomorrow. I'm excited to see what our defense could do. Yeah. And I agree with Abby, too, with the whole three games. He needs to get, you know, back in rhythm before he can fully, you know, Take off, I guess you could say, like he used to. Uh, that's about it. Well, okay. From uh, well, that's great news that we got today. AD's coming back. The Lakers they to. seem to be on the right track now. They've survived. Yes. And now they're into prosperous lands. LeBron James, the final piece. Yeah. But from that, we go to this. This man, Steph Curry. We all know what we. In my opinion, I'm. I would like to say, I'm. I don't – I'm not going to – see, that's good that you're saying that because I don't know about all that. But – He's playing like one right now, though. We get to see one of the great players of all time. It, we got to see his whole career, basically, because we were a, we were young enough. We're living in this time. This man is – it's just different. It's like when he shoots the ball, what he did against Boston, then what he did against Philly, it's just different. The way he, the way he shoots is – there's no debate to it. He's the greatest shooter of all time. But – Two points I want to make about Steph Curry. Number one is what he's doing is phenomenal. I'm not trying to suspect it. That's what some people may think about this. And I brought this up uh, a couple of days ago. People are quick to forget what James Harden did. And everyone knows how I feel about James Harden. I despise the man in terms of how he plays basketball. But he, two, I think it was the 2018-2019 season, the year he won the MVP. He did this. Obviously, he didn't do it like this. But he did this for 32 straight games. He averaged 41.1 points per game in that time. So, Steph, he did it for 11. And right now they're playing the Wizards. And uh, I don't know his stats, but I know that he's struggling. But it it may come to an end this this game. But the reason why I brought that up is because don't be – 11 games, we did – they did play 40 games before April. Like, they did play games before this hot streak that he's on. So when people say MVP, listen, man, Jokic, this man hasn't missed a single game. He lost his second-best player to, for the season. Uh, Embiid, he – I don't 
in my opinion, I think Jokic, Chris Paul, everyone knows how I feel about Chris Paul. Chris Paul should be the MVP or Jokic because they played almost every game. Jokic has played every game. But to put Steph Curry in the MVP discussion, they're the ninth seed, bro. I, no. I, I, I can't. I can't do it. I understand the numbers are amazing, right? We This run that he's on is ridiculous. But I just can't give MVP to a player, no matter what the numbers are, that's struggling to – not, they're not even top eight in their conference. How how can a player like that deserve MVP? I know he, you know, I know his, you know, his uh, Robin Clay Thompson is out. You know, I know that team is undermanned. But I'm not. I I don't care if you average forty for the season. I I if you're not in the top eight in your conference, do you really deserve MVP? So, here's my argument to that. My argument to that is, you take Steph Curry off the Warriors, how many games are they winning? I can say that about ten thousand. I can say about ten dudes. Okay, you take. Steph if I pick, if I take okay, Jokic off the Denver Nuggets, Shaytan, to that's, your point, but that's right? what I'm saying. Here's the point I'm making: is right. We you take Embiid off the Phil, uh, the Philadelphia 76ers. The 76ers were still winning games. You take one of the three guys from Brooklyn off the Brooklyn team; they're still going to win games. Well, don't put Brooklyn into this. Okay, but but, she- but but what I'm saying is, you know, we keep talking about MVP and we're talking about stats and standings when we should be looking at who adds the most value to their team. Yeah. The five uh-huh. players that add the most yeah, value to their team LeBron. right now, Chris Paul is one. No, Chris Paul is number one. If, yeah, if, that's what I'm saying. Chris Paul is number one. Uh-huh. If LeBron wasn't hurt, he'd be two. Joker, Joker's played the entire season. Steph Curry has to be one of the five. He, yeah, he is the, one of the, one of the five most valuable players. But people are, bro. When, when people saying, when he when he did what he did against Philly, and let's put that into context. The, the Warriors had all their players. Ben Simmons and Tobias Harris did not play in that game. Yeah, Ben Simmons' but, likelihood would be guarding Steph Curry in that situation. So I mean, yeah, in this case, like he, I don't see him winning the MVP. I understand the argument for him to win the MVP. I don't see him winning the MVP mostly because well, Joker's done it this entire season without missing a game. And yeah, seeding does matter. But like it's and just, this, is, this is the I, thing that people keep saying. People keep saying he doesn't have anyone on his team. Really? Then who the hell does Memphis have on their team? Yo, because Memphis Durant. is one spot ahead of them. John Morant's stats this season are ridiculous. Who's better, John Morant or Steph Curry? Steph. All right, then. Simple as that. People had no – Grace. Are we going to say Grayson Allen, Dylan Brooks, De, uh, Deontay uh, Melton? Like, you, you know Draymond Green still is on the Warriors. Um, Kelly Oubre making $15, 20000000 million. Andrew Wiggins is going to be an all-defensive player this season. He's going to make the all-defensive team. So when people bring up the argument, who who is he playing with? Yeah, is he playing with? So that means unless Clay's on the court, they can't win games. What does that say about um, him at that point? Because look at look at Memphis, look at look at the Spurs. The Spurs have one good like good to star level player, and that's Demar Derozan. And Demar Derozan is not in Steph Curry's class. So I don't understand this notion. They shouldn't be nine. Simple as that. So you can't win MVP, bro. 
Arun, what do you think about this? Well, this this whole topic started because Curry came out and said he deserves MVP. Yeah. And every player should obviously feel that type of way. But like Jaython was saying, um, we're looking at the standings and we're looking at if the team is winning and it shouldn't be based off that. I think we all could, we all been saying that the MVP should not be based on uh, if you're winning or not, but more if like how value you how valuable you are to your team like CP3 and uh, LeBron and Curry. Yeah, Curry should be in the conversation as well. But um, the truth is that the MVP takes into account how many games you win. And right now they're sitting at 529 and 29. And for the most part, they had a healthy team. Uh, Abishak pointed out some great, some great talents on the team. Wiggins, Draymond, uh, they still got Steve Kerr coaching. So, you know, they should, they should be better than 500. And Curry, if they were a little bit higher in the standings, I will give the nod to Curry for, and to be in the MVP conversation, but they're way too low in the standings. And unfortunately, standings do play a part in MVP voting at the end of the season. So it, 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 in, my, in my opinion, the only way Steph Curry can actually be a viable MVP candidate is if let's say Denver, if Denver stays at four or five, if somehow the Warriors get to six, they got to get to six. They can't be the playing. If they get if Steph Curry propels this team into the sixth spot, and Embiid let's say Embiid misses uh, two two more games, two or three more games, which he probably will, then I can see why people would say, "Yo, this man single-handedly almost or well, whatever his team, six seed in the West, no Clay, that and and let's say Denver stays at four or five, then I can see the argument, I, unless." Someone else got something different. Chaitan, Aminder, I don't know if anyone has anything. They're not cracking the top five, so yeah. If he could get to the top, if he gets to the six seed at best, he should be at he should be in the conversation. But he's not gonna win no MVP this year, man. Come on, I think everybody could agree with that. And yeah, even right. though he's playing lights out these last eleven whatever games, it's is might be his the best stretch of his career, but he's not in the MVP conversation right now. Yeah, Aminder, thoughts? Uh, my thoughts on this is that I know he's not going to win it, but on the other hand, you also have Joker. He he doesn't care if he wins it. He just, like, he even said, he's like, I would rather win a ring than be MVP. So, I mean, but he's still putting up numbers, you know, based on how he's doing the season. But I, I definitely know that that's, Steph Curry's not gonna what do you call win it. He could be close to it, but he's not gonna win it for sure. He's he is going playing lights out every single game. But other than that, I doubt he's gonna you know win it. It's gonna be really hard for him. If if somehow Steph Curry wins the MVP as a play-in or eight seed or whatever, and this first of all, two people should sue the league: the uh, Jokic and Chris Paul, because that would be a travesty, in my opinion. That Donovan Mitchell now. Like, I know Siobhan uh, liked him as an MVP. He put him into MVP conversation uh, last time, uh, deservedly so. And then as soon as you put someone in the MVP conversation, it looks like they get hurt, and then he gets hurt, and he they're saying he's got to miss several games. So he'll probably miss 10 games total, so then there goes his chance. And it's towards the end of the season. So he's probably disqualified now. But it, it should simply be, Joe, yo, Joe hasn't missed a single game. 
72-game season, condensed season. Bodies are dropping like flies. And him, he's not a physical, like, freak or anything. And he's still playing. And he's, he played 47 minutes the other game, like, in double overtime. And he dropped 47 and 15. Like, I don't know what more he has to do. It should be him or Chris Paul. And that should be the end of this discussion. Yeah. And we know it's going to be Jokic. Yeah. No matter how much I love Embiid, bro, you cannot miss almost 20, 20 games of a 72-game season and your team still be in, sec- in the second spot, first spot, second spot, and you get the MVP. It's just, it just doesn't make sense. Yeah. Uh, all right. Let's move on to the next topic then. Um, you guys want to talk about the Nets injuries? Uh, KD, no, no, no. KD's uh, interview. Yeah, KD's top five. Where he listed his top five teammates. What did he list against Siobhan? Yeah, uh, say the list again, Siobhan. Huh? I, just, could just say the list out just so yeah, people. Yeah. So KD said that the top five teammates that he's played with in his career were Steph Curry, which is a given, Clay Thompson, uh, James Harden, Kyrie Irving, which I agree with those four. But then it took him a while, and then he came up with the fifth name as Serge Ibaka, which is just disrespectful. If, as an NBA fan, since we've watched his career since what, when did he get into the league? 2000, 2007. Seven? Okay. So since his OKC days, I'm, I don't know about you guys, but the first person I think of before Steph Curry, before these people, is Russell Westbrook. Um, and for the fact that KD took a while to think of five teammates and he and, and Russell Westbrook accidentally slipped his mind. Cause if you, because I'm pretty sure most people saw the clip on Instagram um, where they basically cut it off after he said that list. But if you watch a couple minutes after that, um, whoever was interviewing him brought up, what about Russell Westbrook? And KD said, Oh, Russell Westbrook actually slipped my mind. I forgot about him. And then he said, I'm tripping. I'm tripping. But that's cap. There is absolutely no way that you just forget about Russell Westbrook that you played with for it. He was definitely lying. The first two names out of his mouth should have been Russell Westbrook, James Harden. James Harden, yeah. Because those two were the ones that he went to the finals with. They were the they were the original crew. They okay, see drafted each and every one of them. If you if you can think of Serge Ibaka and James Harden. From your OKC days, but you can't remember Westbrook. Would you rank Sergi? This is just my. This is just something I thought of, uh, and people have said this. Would you put Sergi Baka above Draymond Green? No, I was going to say I wouldn't. That too. I wouldn't do that. Oh, I was about to just bring that up. Like, dude, he's being. You can just by the simple fact of him putting Ibaka before both Westbrook and Green, you can realize he was being petty because that beef that he had with Draymond. He's still sensitive about it right now. Yeah. Draymond is a I, I understand. And like Draymond won one defensive player of the year. Serge was amazing defensively in his OKC days, but he was not Draymond Green. Right? And then just Russell Westbrook. Come on. The seven dude years. Dude, yeah, for seven years he was your best was teammate. Right. On top of that, like Whatever problems you had with them is like every time we talk about those OKC days, why they fail, everyone brings up Russell Westbrook. But like, 
it wasn't Russell Westbrook's fault that they blew a 3-1 lead. I think if you ask LeBron, can you name your top five teammates? He would still put Kyrie in, in, in that list. He wouldn't forget him, in my opinion. Well, yeah, that, that would be an interesting topic. Yeah, that that's be. where I would that's the only best way I could compare it. I think LeBron would say uh, I don't think he put Shaq because Shaq was at the end. I don't think he'd say Shaq unless he just goes by aura. He'd say D Wade, he'd say Chris Bosch, he'd say Anthony Davis, he'd say um Kyrie. actually he has a dilemma. He Kevin Love, Kyrie. I'm putting Kyrie over Kevin Love. No, of course, of course. Minnesota was a beast, but yeah. he took a huge step down on the Cavs. Kyrie and then uh, Rayon was too late. Yeah, it would be Chris Bosh, Dwayne Wade, Kyrie Irving, Kevin Love, Anthony Davis. That's a top, that's a top five right there. Who who was the fifth one that you said? Uh, it, it's it's um Wade, Chris Bosh from Miami. Then you have eighty from the Lakers, and then you have Kyrie and Kevin Love from the Cavaliers, and that should be it. All right, yeah. All Unless right. I'm forgetting somebody. But yo, when we talk, yo, yo, yeah, I, th- yeah, that is a killer list. But yo, when we talk about KD's five, KD, oh, his five is he's played with three MVPs in their primes, in their primes, in their primes, which is rid- absolutely ridiculous. Um, but yeah, yeah, just for him to not mention Westbrook or say to forget that, that is just disrespectful. I think Katie has put himself in a very, very, very – he's brought pressure on himself that's un, that, unnecessary, in my opinion. By, <laughs> yeah. by being petty, number one. Let's be, let's be yeah, honest. It's being yeah, petty. He deserves you, Come on, man. Russell Westbrook, if you don't know Russell Westbrook, please stop. And then, uh, obviously, all the stuff with the Michael Rappaport twi- uh, DMs, that shit was crazy, speaking to someone like that, speaking about somebody's wife, wife like that. Then the Charles Barkley shit, like – the burner, everything, everything. He left Golden State, and now he blocks Shannon Sharp. There's so much thing going on. He's trying, and we've all said it. Now that you have James Harden, we don't even count this ring. So you came here to win a ring that, like, yo, that Golden State shit wasn't all I can do. Like, I can win with just Kyrie. Now you got James Harden. But, so I think he put himself, he, he's put himself in a very – Yo, quick question. Quick question. At the end of KD's career, do you think he'll be a top 10 player? No. I think he's been, top 15, not top 10. He's been one injured too much. Is he a top 10 talent of all time? Absolutely. Is he the no, no, top 10 now? player? Top 10 player. Top 10 player? I will say no. I say he's 15. He's in the 15. Top 15, not top 10. I can agree with that, yeah. I, I, I put him top 15 because I got Steph Curry top 15, so I can't disrespect KD and not put him top 15. But to never win one ring without so the crazy, amount of bro. I remember I used to think back in high school, KD was going to go down as a top 10 player. I thought he was going to go down top. Just the skill set, the size, and just what he was doing at that point, I thought he was going to be a top five player. If you were to make a basketball player – Besides uh, the passing of LeBron, you'd make Kevin Durant. You'd yeah. add LeBron's size, LeBron's passing, and that's it. Everything else Kevin Durant has. Yep. Everything else. And leadership. Yeah, and leadership. There's intangibles that yeah. Yeah. Like, Katie's passing ability, you, you can't, like, understand. He, he can, but I'm just saying, I would, obviously, LeBron's would uh, be. It's not on LeBron's. Yeah, I know. It's not on LeBron's level, but his playmaking is pretty good. 
It is, of course, of course. That, yeah, that he's been out for so long. One in the playoffs that KD had when Westbrook went down, especially against that, that Mavs series. I'll never forget that. Dude, that OKC team was always hurt in the postseason. And now we got this Brooklyn team that's always hurt. KD himself got hurt again. Thigh contusion. I All these contusions. They got contusions for everything nowadays. So oh, He's got to eat some protein or something. They're saying he may be back this weekend. And James Harden was supposed to come back this weekend. And they said he had a serious, serious setback. And he likely won't be back for it out of God knows. Management. Yeah. I think, I think they're bullshitting with that whole injury. I, I think they're know, just... Huh? Denny Avedja. Avdia. Avdia. He just, yeah. I think it's a broken leg. Yeah, he, he just suffered something. Just I saw I saw it live. It was pretty bad to watch. Yeah, did you did anyone see Jordan Poole get a T for celebrating a three point? Yeah, Jordan Poole got a T for just like he wasn't for the ref, so I could see why the ref would think like, yo, you're coming at me. But this season, yo, ref's been handing out T's like nothing. You make one expression. You raise your hand one time in the air, they tee you up. Yo, could you imagine what would happen to Sheed right now? (laughs) He would be suspended for like the next three seasons. Salary would be paid in fines. (laughs) Man. I miss Rasheed Wallace. Okay, well now, um, back to Man. Brooklyn. It looks like they're going into the playoffs, not playing together. I think that's not hard, far-fetched to think. So, I think we've been saying this the whole season now since the James Harden trade. Does it matter that these dudes likely will not play together until the playoffs start? I mean, at this and, point, and people just... do not throw out the lake. I'm not saying you guys, but do not. Uh, Try to compare this to the Lakers situation because the Lakers already won a ring and LeBron's already played with this team except Drummond. Lakers just added Drummond, bro. Exactly. We just defense. That's just defense. Yeah. yeah. Rebounding, defense, lobs. That's all it is. Chase I think you were about to go. At this point, it really does matter because we know Ky- Kyrie. Oh, you okay? Hold on. Before you, you know what? Let me rephrase this. Do you think if they lose now, they have an excuse? I think no. that's a better way of phrasing this. No. If they go into the postseason, they get to the conference finals, they lose to Philly, Milwaukee, or whoever, and then or they lose in the NBA finals. Do you think they have a built-in excuse now? They shouldn't. And here's why. It's you know, you assemble this team and you guys, you know, you guys start playing, and then Katie's out two months with quote unquote hamstring. a hamstring injury. Bro. Hamstring injuries, man, you can come back in anywhere between two to four weeks. Right? You, Katie should have been out two months. Right? Kyrie has personal problems. You know, every couple weeks, and then you realize, that, you know, he's going to a birthday party and stuff, and he takes off. Right? James Harden's the only guy who, when he gets hurt, I believe it because James Harden play 70 plus games every single season right so like the other two guys are so nonchalant about their jobs being like yeah we can you know Kyrie already thinks he's better than LeBron right and then Katie also thinks the same thing like we haven't seen Katie in two years two and a half Right, and he's played seventeen 
20 games basically in two and a half years. And as good mm-hmm. as he looks when he's on. Exactly. You're telling me that, hey, you guys are, if you're playing Miami, that you're going to continue to bang bodies with a guy like Bam Adebayo. You play Milwaukee, you're going to continue to bang bodies with uh, Giannis. It's not going to break, it's not going to wear you down. So, Chase, on your answer is no excuses. No, because honestly, whenever I think, whenever I see these, it's like, Kyrie just Kyrie gives himself a day off. Hmm. It, what was it when he was when he left for? for we thought, the Minnesota. The, when KD was coming back, he went to Minnesota. He took a game off. Yeah, yeah. He he he's just taking these games off. Like they come. Like it's it's the same thing the Clippers did last year. Yeah, but Kyrie, Kyrie management Kyrie is not a. Javon, wait, let, 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 let's let Shavon get into this. Shavon, do you think they have a justifiable excuse if they let's say they? Don't we all know what their expectations are? I'm the only one that really thinks there's no way they're gonna win, but the majority uh, feel this is a championship or bust season. You're asking me if there's if there's any justifiable. Do you, do you think they have any justifiable excuse that yo we played seven games together? Hell no. <laughs> yo, they in my in my yo, KD and Kyrie. Listen, I love Kyrie. I, I hate KD. Not a fan of James Harden. I don't hate James Harden, but KD and Kyrie brought this amongst themselves when they did the New York Knicks dirty and decided to leave them high and dry and join the Brooklyn Nets. They decided to, you know, they decided to go to the Nets. They decided to put this pressure on themselves. They added another MVP caliber player in James Harden um, and, you know, decided to form this super team. Um, they have absolutely no excuse. I don't care if they play seven games together. I don't even care if they go the rest of the season without ever playing one game with all three of them on the court. There is no way that this team should lose. With the talent they have, um, if they don't win this year, it is a straight bust. Um, I think they will get clowned worse than the Clippers did last year. Um, and I would love for that to happen because I I, I want KD exposed, bro. Um, Arun, in my opinion, he excuse like, like we said right from the, when the season started or not when the season started when James Harden joined that team, we all know damn well that you know Brooklyn didn't just add James Harden without letting Kevin Durant know about that. Um, so yeah, I I don't there's no excuses, bro. Like you're. If let's okay, uh, we're talking about Kevin Durant, Kyrie, and James Harden, Mike Griffin, Joe Harris. Let's keep going though. They got squad. That trio, that's the main trio, right? Like, I understand, you know, another three players. Um, someone like let's say this happened with Jamal Murray, um, Jokic, and um, Aaron Gordon. You know, let's say they started the season together and they had injuries on and off. If they don't win, that's one thing. But we are talking about three MVP caliber players. We are talking about three of the greatest ISO scorer players. I would say probably top five to top seven greatest ISO players of all time. There's no excuse, in my opinion, for them not to get it done, regardless of how many inju- how injuries have messed them up or if their chemistry is off. Their, their, their caliber is – they're just too talented for it not to work and for them not to win a ring. Arun, your thoughts now. 
there's in my opinion there's absolutely no excuse as to why they shouldn't make the finals if you lose to the lakers okay whatever but even like my biggest thing was with these injuries for the nets was like how they're going to build the chemistry i think they still there's they'll be fine to get through the eastern conference because like shavam said talent wise this i don't think there's any other team in nba history that's had three offensive talents like this one like this team so they should they should have like no issues coming out the east and if you lose to the lakers okay whatever that's the lakers you know i'm expecting them to lose to the lakers but they have to go to the finals man there's no excuses seven games together or not you have to get to the finals that's I mean, it we just saw what miami had literally nobody that should have been an easy game for Ky- uh, for them to win yeah for the nets to win and like yeah, Bam hit a game winner. You, that was without Jimmy, right? You get Jimmy and the guys playing, and you get them all healthy at one time. Well, in defense of Brooklyn, they didn't have Katie or James Harden, so it's, it's kind of equal. So yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. There's like, yeah, you, you they push it to that point, but they also like the there's two sides of it. It's that hey, when they were playing Philly, they gave Philly a run for their money with nobody. Which Brooklyn team are we getting? That's true. When they're all healthy, which Brooklyn team are we getting? Because consistency is built on chemistry. Consistency is, if they're playing together, they're going to be consistent. If they're not going to play together, we're going to get Jekyll and Hyde. Uh, let's let me get uh, Aminder. Aminder, your thoughts into this? Do they have an excuse? They have no excuse. They have no excuse. They don't even make it to the finals. They have no excuse at all. Like Shalom said, they have their main three, but outside of their main three, they still have a whole roster that they have. So they literally have no excuse. I don't care what anyone says. I don't care what net fans say. They have no excuse. I don't care. That's it's just, you know, they're stacked up. On paper, they're stacked up. Stat-wise, they're stacked up. Like, there's no way for them to not make it to the finals. And if they don't make it to the finals, then... I don't know. They got to do some shit because I don't care how many games they played together. They played, what, eight now? Seven. Seven. Seven? Seven? Yeah. Yeah, doesn't matter, bro. I mean, because you're still winning games technically without all three players playing at the same time. Like, just recently, they're, they're still winning games. So, I mean, you know, they have no excuse. I don't care. Oh, it's the first year they're playing together. I know people are going to be whining and crying. I, I know it. I just know it. I just can't wait. But, no, they have no excuse. I think I think we all on the same page here. Yeah, there is no excuse. Y'all y'all wanted this. Everyone knows personal days Kyrie took at the beginning of the season. We all know we all know how we all felt about that when he was gone for I think what two or three weeks. I think it was. You got James Harden. He's hurt now. There is no excuse. I think we all agree to that. But there was one team. I think to top this off, there was one team that Shavam said right now, and he said, "KD and Kyrie said, screw you guys." And that is the New York Knicks. And I can't even imagine if those two are on this Knicks team right now because that would be insane because this Knicks team would be possibly in championship mode. But regardless, the Knicks, our Knicks, it don't matter. Laroon's a Lakers fan. Uh, Shavam's a LeBron fan, Lakers fan. I'm a Magic fan. Uh, Aminder's a Lakers fan. Chaitan's a Bulls fan. But we all reside here in Jersey, tri-state area. The Knicks have won seven straight. They are 31-27. Their over-under on wins this season was 22. 
and they have far exceeded those expectations. Tom Thibodeau should be, in my opinion, could he be the coach of the year? But he should be in the running at least. But this team, uh, I think it. I think I can say this now: the Knicks are back. What? How does everyone else feel on that? Are the Knicks back? What's back? Playoffs? Backs as in now the 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 aura of the Knicks is back. Keep a pl- players will now want to come here. I mean, I fifty percent agree with you. On that. I agree. You got young talent. You got coaching. Because Julius Randle is a straight up monster. Yeah. Well, most RJ Barrett. RJ Barrett. He is showing you. Yes, is Flashes. he John Morant? No, is he Zion? No, but he is a third overall pick, and he is playing lights out. Derrick Rose, still balling off the bench. Reggie Bullock, straight up shooter. A uh, Quigley is possibly one of the top three rookie of the year candidates. Um, so yeah, yeah I mean, like the Knicks are now like the, the next superstar that's out there may the want to come here. The Knicks were a laughing stock these past ever since Melo exactly. left. They were like. The whole James Dolan thing with Charles Oakley, right? Yeah. And toss, like, they were just a laughing stock. Even, like, the ownership was considered a laughing stock. But now this Phil season, Jackson, I feel like... That whole shit, KP oh, yeah. getting traded. Yeah, that, oh, yeah. That, that, that too. But this year, there's, like, a whole different aura around this team. You're right, Abby. Uh, they're getting the respect that they deserve after so many years. They're pretty fun to watch. They're Shout pretty good Julius. defensively. Hey, if the Knicks end up the fourth seed, bro... I'm a that Tom Thibodeau applause, applause, bro. Julius Randle, listen, we say MVP out there. Take Julius Randle off the Knicks, you're getting the I can't the Detroit Pistons. You're, you're straight up getting magic. trash if he's off his team. Randle Magic, that's what you wanted bro. to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Orlando Magic. Yes. I, <laughs> I give the Knicks three years before Tom Thibodeau ruins the ruins the team. Let's not go there. Let's not go there. I understand. Bro, I'm still salty. Fan. Your I'm Bulls fan, salty. Derrick Rose, and Tom Thibodeau, and Taj Gibson are on the Knicks team. Hey, let, let's just be honest here. It, yo, he used to play everyone like 40 minutes a game. Listen, the Knicks are the number one defense in the NBA. Yeah, they're pretty good. So, they're pretty so fun the, to watch. So clearly, and these Who's are not veterans. Like, like, well, there are a lot of veterans on this team, but the young Bucks have bought in. So I think this team is, yo, they, they are one player away from being a top three team in the East, in my opinion. They need one more dude. I don't know who that guy is. People are saying Lonzo Ball. Hey, Lonzo Ball, balling. Simple as that. Arun's boy. That man is, that yep. man is straight. He is the best shooter on the Pelicans. Think about that. So, I don't know if Lonzo Ball is a missing piece. Um, I don't Lonzo's know. Mike Conley is going to be a free agent. Kyle Lowry is going to be a free agent. Um, Kawhi oh. Leonard is uh, – wow, cool. Could Kawhi Leonard go to the Knicks? Oh, man. Yeah, during the offseason, I really wanted B.I. to join the Knicks. If B.I. was on this Knicks team, they would be ahead of Milwaukee right now. What seed is Milwaukee? They're the third seed. They, they wouldn't be better than Philly, but they would be the third best team in the conference. I like that. Yeah. That's dope. Bunch of former Lakers bringing back the Knicks, yo. Yeah, Julius Randle. I don't I know. Vouch for that. Man, what? Like, who is a free agent this year? I think the biggest name is potentially Kawhi. Obviously, you have um, Drummond is a free agent. Mike Collins is a free agent. Uh, Lonzo Ball is a free agent. Uh, Kyle Lowry is a free agent. Oladipo is a free agent. DeMar DeRozan is a free agent. I don't think. I don't think besides Kawhi, I don't think any one of these players would make the Knicks. 
like the Knicks again, like the number like a top three team again. I mean, yeah, but we also have to consider that, you know, their best defensive player is not is injured. They're playing without Mitchell Robinson too. Oh yeah. Nerland Noel's is Nerland Noel is ball killing it. Yeah. <laughs> he blocked somebody on the Mavericks. I don't remember who, but he took their soul. So Nerland's Noel, whatever Tom Taylor are doing, it's working. So he's oh, a great defensive coach. He just runs players into the ground. Okay, stop it. Stop with the saltiness. That was 10 years ago. That was nine years ago. Let it go. Derek Rose oh. or Nick. Derek Rose bro- uh, busted his knee because you of have Vucevic on, and uh, Zach Levine now. Enjoy. Bro, they're losing to the Cavs. Listen, we don't need to uh, go there. It's okay. And let me get the lottery pick real quick. Okay. Mm. okay. Bro, I swear, I hope it's a top three pick. Just so I can keep it. It was a top four protected. But uh, and I don't know if I should mention this, but because it means nothing. But Paul George, he's playing lights out. Paul George, bro, listen, I know he's at the playoffs, but Paul George, bro, he this man is ball. You see MVP. Quadrilateral is missing a couple games. If if Quadrilateral misses a couple games down the stretch, and Paul George keeps doing this, I don't know. We want to throw his name into discussion. Not MVP. Hey, PG he's playing lights out right now. Thirty-three <laughs> points a game over the last like what I think like two three weeks. PG finished in the top three the last uh one no pressure last season OKC. He he has the talent. It's just the fact that I love bro, I loved what he said in the post game when Shaquille O'Neal, Dwayne Wade, Candace Parker, post game he said, "Listen, my my goal is to bring this team the first ever chip, first ever chip, bro. I'm trying to get my first ring." Th- these are his words. Yeah, but again, I've heard that like he can times. say all that he wants. He finished in the top three in the MVP in the OKC, and then we got to see Lillard wave him goodbye. So, yeah, if the Lakers but, don't win, but if the Clippers win, I don't know how I would feel. I would kind of feel good for Paul George because he gets his roses. Like this man has been through a lot. At the end of the day, I have a shake. Shut your ass <laughs> up, bro. <laughs> yeah. As as long as yeah, yeah. listen, I know you. I know that I know they the basement Clippers. I understand that. Hey, your own. Hey, GD Bus, your girl Arun. What did she say about Kobe? Kobe almost went to the Clippers. Almost, yeah, didn't happen. Oh, it was close. It was real that, close. That's true. That's very close. He came to one game, decked out in a Clippers uniform, and he was uh, se- selling, uh, sending subtle messages. So yeah, he was a couple right. hours away from signing. If you bring a ring to the Clippers, you are immortalized. And that's what Kawhi Leonard and Paul George could be if they do it. Uh, if they want the Clippers are cursed. If they, if they really want somebody too bad. Bring a chip to the garden. That's what KD could have done. He could have said if KD brought a chip to the garden, bro, I would have put him in my top 10. Those are the two, those are the two things. If you win for the Clippers or if you win for the Knicks. KD messed it, ruined his own chances, bro. If he, he ruined his legacy came to the Knicks, bro, and brought a chip there, I feel like not even just us, but he would be top ten. He would be top ten. I give you top that. ten media. Like he would have been his legacy would be would be much different in the eyes of most of the media if he was able to do that. He but would be he, a god in New York. There would there would be a statue of Kevin Durant yeah, and maybe can, even Kyrie Irving outside of outside of MSG. Be honest here. Whoever brings a chip to Minnesota, they the real goat. No, 
No. Yeah, no. Abishag, we gonna celebrate for the Vikings? No, no, no. That's different. Oh, Vikings and Super Bowl, everyone, you ain't gonna you ain't gonna see me in my senses for a long time. We would have had a break <laughs> in Orlando almost oh nine. But Kobe. Every team's time comes. I just hope my time comes before I pass. That's all I care about. Let me get one ring from Orlando. Let me get one ring from Minnesota. I can die a happy man. That's all I want. I'm not greedy like these fuckers that won five championships out here. <laughs> oh, the Lakers. Oh, we won last year. Oh, let me get another one. Let me get Anthony Davis. Oh, LeBron James. Oh, let me suck him dry. Whatever. <laughs> Who else? Kuzma. I'm under Kuzma ass over here. Um, Kuzma about to be a two-time champion before he plays. All the fake Golden State fans yeah. that have come up in this past <laughs> decade. I always believe in the Warriors since the We Believe era. Listen, you a Bulls fan, stick to it. You missed the Jordan era, so enjoy. Enjoy what you got left. You got Vucevic, you got Zach Levine, you got Billy Donovan. Enjoy. I'm still haunted by the Derrick Rose injury. But I think all in all, listen, these injuries is crazy. I think every team has a big injury. Kawhi Leonard, Jamal Murray, we can go down the list. Dan Lewis coming. Hey, we got news right now. Jaron Jackson Jr., he's back for Memphis. He's playing tonight. Listen, what? Memphis, they can give up. A, they can have, They can pose a threat. They're not going to win anything in my obviously. But with Jaron Jackson, John Moran, Valanchunas, Dylan Brooks, listen, this is a solid squad. I think so, we could pose a threat to both. Utah and Utah. Phoenix, they could, they could pose a threat. I don't I don't know about Phoenix, but I think they could also pose a threat to the Clippers. They got two big bodies. Now, Valanchunas, underrated as hell. He's put it. Yeah. He's the most underrated center in the NBA. Like, yeah, who's going to guard him? Zubox? Yo, he's going to give Zubox 30 and 20. I'm sorry. <laughs> I saw some of those games. Some of the games Valanchunas has been playing this season, he's he's had like four games where he's 30 and 20. Well, uh, regardless, now we're almost to the end of April. Play-in starts May 18th, if I'm not mistaken. I think it's the 16th or 18th. And then one week away from that is the playoffs. So we are one month basically away from the NBA playoffs with fans, no bubble, with fans. Hope we're almost there. And what else could you want? 80s back. All we need is LeBron for a ruin. Yeah. Thank you, Abby. No problem. Well, all right, guys. I guess that wraps it up for episode 59. We'll catch you guys in the next one. Peace out. <laughs>